0: Deuteronomy chapter 28. And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I commanded this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Amen. Now uh, Proverbs chapter 1 The Proverbs of Solomon the son of David King of Israel To know wisdom and instruction To perceive the words of understanding To receive the instruction of wisdom Justice and judgment and equity To give subtlety to the simple And to the young man knowledge and discretion A wise man will hear And will increase learning And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels to understand the proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. For there shall be an ornament of grace upon thy head and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood. Let us look privately for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave and whole as those that go down into the pit. And we shall find our precious substance And we shall fill our house with spoil Casting thy lot among us And and let us all have one purse My son, walk not thou in the way with them Refrain thy foot from their path For their feet run to evil And make haste to shed blood Surely in vain the net is spread In the sight of any bird And they lay wait for their own blood they love privately for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the lives of the owners thereof. Wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. She cried in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates. In the city, she uttereth her voice, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you, and I will make known my words unto you. This is talking about the blessing. When God says something to you, and you follow his instruction, then he will pour out his spirit upon you. If you refuse to do that, then all the other things he's talking about will be happening. Praise the Lord. He says, and I will make known my words unto you, because I have called and you refused. I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded, but you have set at naught all my counsel and with none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity and I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. And they shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. We as believers, we walk by faith and we live according to the will of God, according to the instructions of the Lord. That's how we live. Christianity is not just about a God that loves his children. Yes, it is. But it's not just about that. God expects us to do certain things for Him and for His kingdom. It's not just about Him loving us, it's also about us loving Him. Hallelujah. Otherwise, it would be a selfish relationship on the side of man. We're supposed to love God and love God's people and seek the advancement of His kingdom. And do things also for our own good. Everything he talks about is for our good. Everything he talks about is for our good. So there are two things you need to keep your eyes on. Your faith life and your work life. Are you living according to the will of God? Are you walking by faith? And are you living according to the will of God? Because if the blessing is not flowing, we need to recognize what a curse is. Am I walking in the blessing or am I walking in under a curse? Now listen, in living in disobedience or in ignorance, you are walking under something that God has not ordained for you. And you need to get out of there. Praise the Lord Jesus. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, we're going to go to verse 5. Now he that had wrought us for the same thing is God who also had given unto us the earnest of of the spirit that he has filled us with the Holy Ghost. Therefore we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by what? Faith and not by sight. We don't say that something is what it is because of what we're seeing. We say something is what it is because that's what God says it is. What God's word and what God is saying is what his word is saying. We are confident, I, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Because in the presence of the Lord is the fullness of joy. So we prefer to be in the presence of the Lord. Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. So we labor, our labor in the Lord is that we may be accepted of him. Or live acceptably with him. We need to live in such a way that God is pleased with what we're doing. Jesus has obtained an eternal redemption for us. Uh, To that extent, we've been reconciled to God through Jesus Christ. And we are pleasing to God, potentially, from Jesus' perspective. We are. But there are ways that God expects that a child of God should conduct himself. There's a way to live the Christian life. There are things that are not acceptable with God. It needs to be clear. We don't, you know, we try to put everything in the bag. We shake it up together and then we just serve it to the people. No. The best way to work with God is in spirit and in truth. In spirit, the Bible said that God seeketh such to worship him. That they that shall worship him, shall worship him in spirit and in truth. And God wants to bless the people. So he gave us a che- rain check of blessing. The Bible tells us in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 and verse, verse 3. Let's, let's start study from verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus is it the same God who's saying that there is a way that we may be we labor that whether we are we are we labor whether we are, we are uh, absent from the body or in the body that we may be accepted of Him? But here it tells us that He has made us accepted in the beloved. What is that? He has received us as children. He has accepted us as His own. But now that we're God's children we should show forth his goodness. We should be a fruit unto him. We should live in such a way that is acceptable with him in a way that he will always be able to say, these are my children and they're doing the things that please me. When God gives us instruction, we're supposed to carry it out. We're supposed to do what God says and do it the way God said to do it. Hallelujah. We're supposed to do things God's way so that his blessings, the anointing of the spirit of God, we cause the blessing to continue to flow. There's a blessing already hanging over the head of the believer. He gives us instruction in his book, what we ought to do. Hallelujah. Now, there was something in the Bible that happened in the days of David the King, and the children of Israel had received the Ark of the Covenant from the, from, from the land of the Philistines. Actually, the Ark of the Covenant came back on a cart that the, that the, that the, um, the Philistines had put the, 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 uh, the cart on. The, the, the um, what do you call it, the Ark on? Praise the Lord. And so when he came to Israel and David saw it, everybody was, you know, rejoicing. They were happy. They were excited about what they saw. And David was dancing before the ark and they were carrying the ark to the city of David. And the Bible says that Uzzah, because the ark was, was not, I think the ark, the, 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 the cat bumped on, on maybe a rock and so it shook. And then because he shook, it was as though the ark was going to fall. So one of the priests, Uzzah, stretched forth his hand to touch the ark, to steady the ark. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against him, and God slew him. Because of that, David became afraid and said, wow, what, I mean, I'm a man who makes mistakes. How is it that God got angry with this man and slew him? The Bible says that God made a breach on Uzzah. He smote him there for his error. He called it error. And there he died by the ark of God. And David was displeased because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzzah. And they called the name of that place Perez Uzzah to this day. And David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, How shall the ark of the Lord come to me? So David would not remove the ark of the Lord unto him into the city of David. But David carried it aside into the house of Obededon the Gittite. The ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obededon the Gittite three months. Just three months. And the Lord blessed Obededon and all of his household. And it was told King David saying, The Lord had blessed the house of Obedidon and all that pertained unto him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obedidon into the city of David with gladness. And and the Bible tells us that that the reason that God had a breach on Uzzah was because they did not seek him after due order. Let's go to the 1st to 1st Chronicles chapter 15 and verse 11. And David called Zadok and Abiathar the priests and for the Levites for Uriel and Asaiah and Joel or Joel and Shemaiah and Eliel, And Aminadab. And he said unto them. Ye are the chief of the fathers of the Levites. Sanctify yourselves. Both ye and your brethren. That ye may bring up the ark of the Lord God of Israel. Unto the place that I have prepared for it. The next verse. For you did it not at the first. The Lord our God made a breach upon us. For that we sought him not. After the due order. So there's a new order. There's a way to serve the Lord. There's a way to do things acceptably with God. It's not everything that is accepted of the Lord. When you first come into Christ, you do some things and uh, the pastor said, you know, there's a newborn babe in the Lord. And so some things are okay. But after a while, God expects you to grow up. God expects you to grow up where you're now taking care of other people. It's not just you, you know, every time they're babying you, every time they're placating you because you're offended about something. And, you know, the AC was too cold, so we make it a little warm. If it's, if it's too warm, we make it a little cold. You know, people are babying you all the time. We, 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 if you're, if you're in Tangaika, we'll go get you from there. Now, the time comes because when you go to Walmart, you go by yourself. When you go to the pharmacy, you go by yourself. When you go to the gym, you go by yourself. When he comes to church, you come get me. You're not seeking him out of the due order. The Bible said, that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. You're, when good things don't come to you, you're doing something wrong. See, but I'm in church. Now, when you can't do that, we can do that for you. But a time comes where God expects you to do things out of your love for him. God expects us to live godly lives. In Hebrews chapter 12, I'm going to read from verse 24. Uh, let, no, let's, let's back up. Let's go to verse 22. Ye are come unto Mount Zion. That means you have already come. Unto the city of the living God. To, to the heavenly Jerusalem. To an innumerable company of angels. We are there right now. Spiritually. We are seated together with Christ in the heavenlies, far above principality and power. We are there. Amen. To the, uh, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, to God the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect. You and I, spirit, have been made perfect. Amen. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, that speaketh better things than that of Abel. See that he refused not him, that speaketh. For if they escaped not, which refused him, that spake on earth, talking about Moses, much more shall not we escape, if we turn away from him, that speaketh from heaven. Talking about Jesus. Whose voice then shook the earth. Talking about Moses again. But now he had promised saying. Yet once more. I will shake not the earth only. But also the heaven. And this word yet once more. Signified the removing of those things. That are shaken. As of things that are made. That those things which cannot be shaken. May remain. Wherefore, we receive in a kingdom that cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. So God has given us his principles to walk by. And these principles are in his word. So he saved us, brought us out of darkness into his light. I says, but you're on the earth. You're going to pass through the earth. When you're passing through the earth, this is how to do things. You have an invisible, you have, you you know, what did he say to us? He says, wherefore we receive in a kingdom which cannot be moved. We have a kingdom that cannot be moved. Jesus said, the kingdom of God or heaven does not come by observation. The kingdom of God is within you. Then the Apostle Paul says the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So right living, the joy of the Lord, the peace of God are the things that make up the kingdom of God. There's joy in heaven. There's no sorrow in heaven. There's no sorrow in the kingdom of God. When we say that if you're a Christian, you cannot be depressed. What we're talking about is this kingdom. If you're operating as you should operate in the kingdom, you cannot be depressed. You cannot have mental health issues. Christians don't have mental health issues. They cannot because the Bible says God has not given to us the spirit of mental health issues, but of love, but of power. And of love and of a sound mind. Sound mind. Not a warped mind. Not a crazy mind. A sound, well-balanced mind. So when people are saying, don't follow the world and talk like the world. We live, we walk. We, we, we walk by faith, not by sight. And we live according to the will of God. Or the instructions of the Word of God, the instructions that are in the life manual. That's how we live. Jesus, uh, in Habakkuk, he says, "The just shall live by faith, by his faith, and live." There means to uh, to thrive. Glory be to God. It means to thrive. Glory be to Jesus. It means to, 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 to live. To succeed. Hallelujah. To keep alive. To stay in safety. To revive. Glory be to Jesus. To keep alive in danger. So there is danger in front of you. You're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And you're confident. That nothing will happen to you. You're going to be safe. When things are going wrong. He said everything is going to be right with me. I know whom I have believed. We Walk by faith. Not by sight. And we live according to the will of God.